0: The scent of vanilla woke me up, which was pretty impossible because I own nothing vanilla. No candles, no lotions, and certainly no extract. What Junior does? Jess's in my galley kitchen barely had room for more than a pot and some Dixie cups. And then there was the fact that I was in bed. Jessica had begged out early from our usual Wednesday night plans to meet up with Brett— which meant I should be alone in the apartment. I rolled over to discover the other side of my bed mussed up from its previous occupant. I sifted through memories of last night until I found him. Cute, but otherwise nondescript, although that could be a result of too many drinks and too little thinking. Although, as more flashes of last night's activities replayed, I remembered that he had a truly stunning six-pack. If beer tasted like those abs looked, I would be a lifelong drinker. An off-key rendition of a Mumford and Son song further explained the smell wafting through my room. This was not happening. Struggling out of bed, I grabbed for a wadded T-shirt and pulled it over my head. I tied my hair into a messy pile on top of my head, and decided to skip the bathroom and head straight to investigate the shenanigans occurring in my kitchen. As I rounded the corner of our small two-bedroom apartment, I froze in my tracks. Standing stark-ass naked in the middle of my kitchen was six feet of smoking hotness. I remembered he was cute, and he was. He had a good face. It wasn't the kind that would grace any movie posters. But it was symmetrical, with a well-defined nose and a strong jawline. His eyes were a sky blue, and his dark, blondish hair was untidy enough to look a little sexy. But his body was another story, right down to his absolutely perfect, carved-by-the-gods-themselves calves. "'Hello, beautiful.' "'He had an accent. How had I forgotten that he had an accent?' Mercifully, his name popped into my head as soon as he spoke. Liam. I guess that explained the accent. Even if I hadn't been looking to catch a boy last night, I wouldn't have been able to resist that trace of Scotland on his tongue. I propped myself against the bar, leaning over to discover every dish in my kitchen strewn across the counter. "'That's a meat tenderizer,' I said, reaching for the strange contraption my mother had gifted me for my apartment. It was one of my mom's particular talents to give me all the home goods she'd never used and make me feel obliged to keep them. Sorry, I'll clean up, but these will be worth it, he said as he held up a mixing bowl. You know it's common decency to just sneak out the door in the morning without destroying a girl's entire house? my mother raised me to be polite.' "'This is polite?' I asked him. "'Making a beautiful woman breakfast after a night of debauchery is the definition of polite.' "'You really don't have to.' I started and then groaned as he pulled a carton of eggs from the fridge. This was my fault. I really should know better than to bring a boy home to a full fridge. I made a mental note to make sure it was empty before next week. You should never make waffles without eggs, he advised me as he cracked one into the bowl. Wait, we have a waffle maker? I asked. I looked around my kitchen, not entirely sure I was in the right house anymore. It seemed like my kitchen, down to the crocheted dish towels from my mima that skirted the hipster line well enough to look cool, It wasn't until my gaze landed on a carton of chiclets that I relaxed. Technically, you have two waffle makers, he said, nodding to the stainless steel bowl in front of him, its gleaming surface reflecting back a tight set of abs.